Chad and Zay. All right, let's go. Hour number three on a Thursday. Still unpacking that SEC schedule for 2024 and what it means for Texas, Oklahoma, and all those other teams that were already in the SEC. Uh, also, we've hit a little NFL, a uh, little bit of basketball as the Denver Nuggets are hammered at the parade, including the coach that called them greedy bastards. They're coming back for another title. And they're preoccupied with the L.A. Lakers. All that's going on today. It's Chad and Zay. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. Always gives us a great beat to start hour number three. Oh, usually we don't have lyrics, but got some yeah. lyrics coming in here. I mean, it's supposed to be instrumental, but okay. I guess there's lyrics. All right, who you got here? Boogie Down Productions, Karis One and Crew, Criminal okay. Minded, and usually... The song that I choose has some type of, I don't know, it makes sense to what we're doing our album slash movie review today. Okay. This song is a Beatles sample. Is it? Yeah, they sampled Hey Jude. I don't know when. Hmm. I can't hear it, but I looked it up, and apparently that's the case. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to hear the whole song to know yeah. exactly where it is. That's cool. Uh, so a KRS-One beat to get us started there. Uh, that's a guy I haven't listened to a lot of. Near have I. feel like I need to listen to a little here and there. Heard he's one of the greats. Yeah, yeah. I know he's got a, the ton, first, too. a ton of respect. Also a guy with a ton of respect in the rap game has a birthday today. We'll get to that at 2.30. Also, uh, I want to get into a story from college sports that I saw. Uh, would be a good place to get in there as a, uh, a legend gets honored by a school in the state of Texas. But uh, first off, if you're just jumping in, we will get you a quick update on that U.S. Open. Xander Shoffley up to minus five through 11 holes. And right now, that's one off the lead. Ricky Fowler. Hey, Ricky. Oklahoma State, minus six through 12 holes. That is your leader. Group at minus three behind those guys. And in terms of those big names that went out together today, Kepka and Rory McElroy. I'm trying to get a score here on them. I'm just seeing them at even par, but it looks like this uh, scoreboard has decided to freeze on me. Just says even par, and maybe they haven't teed off yet. Maybe that's a, I had my time zones mixed up. Uh, Kepka and McElroy will be playing together in these first two rounds at the U.S. Open. All right, so we've been talking about SEC schedules 2024 and trying to get uh, fans thoughts on where they want to go and what environments they're going to be uh, into. So uh, we've had all that. Zay says he wants to go to Baton Rouge. It's a hell of a trip. I've done it. Yeah. It's bad that Texas fans didn't get to do it because of COVID. It'll be a really cool trip and you just get all those different environments. Even the quote lesser environments in the SEC are going to feel a lot cooler than the ones in the Big 12. It's just kind of the way it is. Yeah. And that's, again, I mentioned earlier, I've heard great things about the Vanderbilt trip because it's Nashville and you get all that that brings. And uh, I've heard from people that have been to, you know, the Grove gets mentioned all the time. The Grove and Oxford, it's a destination. Uh, if you're looking for atmosphere in the SEC, got to go check that out at some point. Well, we've been talking about football for obvious reasons. Basketball, no brainer. Rupp Arena. There you go. Kentucky. Yeah. Iconic place. That's a crazy thought that Texas and Oklahoma are about to be in the same conference as Rupp Arena. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it just yeah. You go from Allen Fieldhouse to Rupp Arena. Yeah. Just keeping keeping a, an iconic building in there. So lots lot coming up uh, with the SEC switch in 2024. We've talked about that baseball conference and what that's going to be. I heard it did my heart good today to hear the voice of the Aggies talking to the voice of the Longhorns because Craig had Andrew Monaco on today and he was just talking about. As a he threw out the third party thing for him, he's like, man, Texas is going to go to LSU for a baseball weekend series sometime. Right, like that's crazy. Yeah, Texas at Alex Box for a game. The Mississippi State crowd is legendary in college baseball. That's right. You talk about tailgaters, man. They know what they're doing in Starkville when it comes to to baseball stuff. Yeah, they so, got legends that came out of Mississippi State in baseball, like yeah. Will Clark and. Palmero. Palmero, yeah. Yeah. They had some massive teams back in the day, back in the 80s. So uh, a lot of cool stuff coming with the SEC. Let us know what you're excited about. Obviously, a lot of focus on Texas at Texas A&M in 2024. That'll get things restarted with the House Divided. Plus, Texas fans, do you uh, want to go to Fayetteville in 2024? (sighs) That trap game. Even I don't know if a rival game could be a trap game. That's one. Yeah, because I would tell you to be as careful as careful can be. There's hatred, and there's the way Arkansas feels about y'all. Yeah, a big part of the schedule is going to be where each game is and when each game mm-hmm. is. Yeah. That, right. like, that's going to be huge because if you have one of those games in Oklahoma maybe the next week, again, SEC don't care. They don't care where they put, you know, Georgia, then Oklahoma, then A&M. We oh. hope the A&M games at, you know – Thanksgiving weekend, but you'd like for that to be towards the end, right? Because you know they're going to have to pack in. Because we know you know Georgia's not at the end, no, because they got to save the Georgia's got to have that space in the middle for Florida, and they're going to end with Georgia Tech. So they've got to be somewhere else in that schedule. And like you said, yeah, you just hope for some distance (laughs) between the cocktail party teams and A and M, and between the cocktail party teams and Oklahoma, right? So, yeah, let's see how they throw that schedule together. That is going to be big uh, for all fan bases in the SEC because everything cranks up schedule-wise. All right, uh, let's get into our album movie swap discussion. Zay, do you want to go movie first or album first? Oh. Come on now. Okay. All right. He's going with the tax man. First off, let me apologize to all the old head white people that I have disrespected out of the years thinking that the Beatles were overrated. Mm. Yes. I'm sorry. Y'all were right. Oh. This album has some jams. That is very grown up of you. I like that. Has some jams. I didn't get it, Chad. I never got it. I'm like, yo, what these white folks, including my father-in-law, Kevin, because Kevin tried to put me on. I'm like, Kevin, you have lost your mind. Kevin, you should have put me on this. All right? And I think I've evolved with my musical ear Mm -hmm. just by being on the show with you. Uh But, yo, man, I get it. I get why they have the hype. I get why people make that saying, man, they're more popular than the Beatles. (laughs) I get why LeBron and D-Wade and all those guys were calling themselves the Heatles during that time. Oh, there you go. This is is big time. I mean, (laughs) Ringo, George, Paul, everybody in their bag, John, R.I.P. There you go. In his bag, very impressed. Very impressed. Yeah, sadly, half of them are IP. George is gone as well. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, you know, it's crazy because I didn't know that the Beatles ever had controversy. Ever. 
right. thought it was all just, you know, peaches and roses because all, all I hear from people is good things about the Beatles. I didn't know John Lennon out here saying that we bigger than Jesus. Yo, I'm surprised is- Mike Malone might not, he might, he might say that today at the parade. So I hadn't read this in a while, but the album did not hit as big in America because of those comments. This is right around the Yo, time of those comments. Saying that in 66 is wild. Yeah, and he wasn't wrong, by the way. But, yes, super <laughs> controversial. Super controversial. Saying, saying that in 66 is wild. Again, doing the research, you know, didn't know that Paul and John wrote majority of the songs. Didn't know they all had, like, kind of individual songs. Uh-huh. But, you know, everybody had their part and stuff. Really impressed with the album. It's, it's one of those... For me, on my first listen, I was still on that petty. Okay, y'all folks, y'all out y'all's mile. I don't know what y'all see that I ain't seeing. You thought it was a little too simple the first time, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Well, Yellow Submarine, I've always had that song. Still do. Mm. I think that's one of the most overread songs of all time. I didn't know it was like a kid's song. It's very spacey. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a little out there. It it makes sense that it was Ringo's joint. (laughs) Like, like, it makes a lot of sense that they were like, when Ringo was like, yo, I know y'all don't give me many songs throughout the albums and stuff. It makes a lot of sense why he didn't get much of his own. Yellow Submarine, worst song on the album, very overrated. Other than that, everybody was in their bag. I really hope that when they brought the idea to Ringo to put it on the album, that's how they phrased it. (laughs) Ringo, we'd like to do your joint. Can we record your joint, please? Oh, it's great. Yellow Submarine's probably my least favorite song on that album as well. Give me, do you have a most favorite song? Do you have something that really jumped out? You started with Taxman. Yeah, Taxman's a jam. Tomorrow Never Knows is trippy. It's a good one. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. And then what's the other one? Yeah, Tomorrow Never Knows is really good. That's that's the last song on the album. Um, There's a couple I would tell you to check out covers because Eleanor Rigby is the second song on Revolver. Ray Charles' cover of Eleanor Rigby. Is one of the greatest covers I've ever heard. Really? So check that out. And next to last song has got to get you into my life, which you may have heard the Earth, Wind, and Fire cover of that song. Okay. If not, check that out. Because Earth, Wind, and Fire took took got to get you into my life to a whole nother level, and it was awesome. Yeah, and like you could hear on one of the songs, Paul McCartney had a Motown influence. Which song was that? I think it was... Got to get you into my life. Right, there you go. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yep. he had a Motown influence. So those guys, they loved all music. You could hear different like Indian type sounds on some of the songs, which is dope. I love this song, the um, Good Day Sunshine. Good Day Sunshine. I love a good this one. song. Paul goes oh, in. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know I ain't got no voice, man. I botched that. Out. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but great. still, it's. A great album, and it took me two or three listens. After the third listen, I understood why they were so big time. I get why a lot of people say this was the album that changed everything for how we look at music. It changed what people thought about the Beatles, who were great before that. But Mm -hmm. a lot of people say this is the biggest album. I can see why. Yeah, a lot of recording stuff was big. This is when they decided to stop touring so they could do anything on a record. That was really big, too. All right, Zay, so far I went back on some of your scores. The highest score I'm seeing on an album, rap or otherwise, has been 8.7. And you've been really hard on the rap albums at times, too. 8.7 is the highest I have for you, especially on the rock records. Where are you going with Revolver? Revolvers in 8-1 for me. 8-1, ladies and gentlemen, for Revolver. All right. 
That's good. Still a bit of a tough grader, but I'll take that. I'll take an eight anything from you. You're a tough, you're a tough grade. Yeah. Kevin, when I see you on Father's Day on Sunday for breakfast, I'm gonna give you a big old hug, and I'm sorry. There you and go. I apologize then too. There you go. Yeah, revolver's a, a good one for me because there's those that love the early Beatles. I want to hold your hand. There's those that love psychedelic Beatles with Sgt. Pepper. This is in the middle there, kind of one going to the other. There's some LSD involved. Yes. Just not all the LSD yet. Love that Paul was on acid. Love that. There was some trippy moments where I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? Apparently, yeah, John and George got into it. They convinced Ringo. Paul was like the last to fall, apparently. (laughs) He was the last guy to go. But they were into all kinds of stuff during that time. And I told you, you'd get a nice short run, 35 minutes for the whole record. Yeah. Not bad. Nice and quick. Every song is two minutes and something. Right. It's a good quick one. All right. So Zago's 8.1 on Revolver. Now, the movie that I had not seen this week was Coach Carter from 2005. Went and checked it out. Um, This is uh, another basketball movie. Now I've seen Blue Chips. Now I've seen Above the Rim. Now I've seen Coach Carter. I'm adding to the list. $76 million is what it made at the box office. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson obviously controls this whole movie, if you've ever seen it. My only like major critique of this movie, Zay, is it probably needed a little editing. Like 217 it's way too long. is a while on this movie. Way too long. Uh, it's also, there were times in the movie where I was waiting for something to happen like there was some de- you know decent highlights. We had the basketball thing going on. I felt like there's like the plot line was a little weird. But again, this is real. This is based on something real. This is based on a real story that happened. So they're I guess trying to follow that as close as possible. Uh, I thought the team uh, some some pretty good performances there. Channing Tatum, a young Channing Tatum, young did a great job. And um, how dare Channing Tatum for looking like that in the locker room scenes? I just felt like I needed some sit ups. Or whatever, like stop it, Channing, please. Yeah, he's now, a looker, huh? I see why he ended up in what's it, Magic Mike later yeah, Magic on. Magic Mike, all good that stuff. lord, I wanted to smack him in the face. <laughs> I wanted to smack him in yeah. the face. And it's tough being the token white boy in the movie. He played that role to the T. Yeah, he did. And they didn't go out of their way to like you know overly emphasize that or whatever. No. He he blended in. I thought the other actors uh, did a pretty good job on the team. So. Uh, yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Samuel L. and I didn't know I didn't know a ton about that story. The only thing I would say about that real coach, if that real coach is really throwing out like 500 push-ups and a thousand this and the fi- have you ever tried to do 500 push-ups? It's ridiculous. At once? I'd, say that's crazy. And what's sad is he was getting paid 1500 for 4 months. <laughs> right. So you can't fire him. Who going to take that? Who's going to take that abuse dealing with those knuckleheads and wow. hoodlums for 1500 So you just kind of got to live with it. Yeah. So you know? tell me, now that you rewatch this movie, is what jumped out to you? Like, does the basketball stuff, does it bug you in a different way now? Do you like it more now? What, what did you think on a rewatch? Um, I like it a lot less now. <laughs> it came out when I was in high school. So yeah. like you said, Samuel Jackson – you know, he's the main focus, and you focus on him, and plus, like, there's so many different things that line up with Coach Ken Carter and my pops. Okay. It's like being hard-nosed, and it's academics first. Like, CeCe would never do the 500 push-ups, all the suicides and stuff. You might have thought of that. His former players probably like, what? Huh? Like, <laughs> it, it, it didn't get that dramatic. A thousand yeah, a thousand. <laughs> like, whoa. It doesn't whoa. get that dramatic. So it was relatable then. 
now in my 30s, oh, it's bad. It's it's bad. And the slang in the movie doesn't make sense, which is something you probably didn't notice, but mm. there's a lot of New York slang that they have, where it's kind of like the people just said, you know what, let's go look at just see how black people talk. They didn't go to the area or the city because uh, each city's different. Like, if okay. I'm down south, you might hear a lot of shawties and slab talks and wood grain stuff. I go to New York, you might hear a lot of, what's up, son? What's up, B? They were saying that the whole movie. It drove me nuts. And this is supposed to, this, this occurred in Virginia, California! Right? Oh, it's Cal. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. It's Cal. Richmond, California. This happened in Richmond High School, they have their but own out in Cali. Like yeah. the Bayish areas where Richmond is. Like they have their own slang out there. But so, it was kind of just like, you know, the producers, which who knows what ethnicity and races they were. It just seemed like they how just said dare you. It, it just seemed like they were like, yo, what are what are kids in the ghetto saying nowadays? And they just found what the closest thing and they threw it in this movie, and that's what you saw. There er- were a lot of things that were just off. Early Google search basketball uh, lingo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just too long. We like we don't oh. have like we have to focus on Timo Cruz, his story, him selling drugs. And he quit twice. Yeah. Like the dude quit twice, and I guess, you know, cousin got killed and stuff. So we feel bad. He's crying at your porch. You gotta let him back on the team. And then he figured out what his biggest fear was. You gotta let him back on the team after yeah. that. You know, it took him a long time where, yeah. you know, he figured out his biggest fear, which how do you remember uh, memorize that? See, that was like, that we- was thick. That was a weird moment. I thought that was working up to just a quick little my biggest fear is dying. My biggest fear is this or that. I didn't know it was gonna turn into my biggest fear is and then he's like reciting a poem. Oh, that was longer than the Martin Luther King I have a dream speech. I know. Exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, it, it was <laughs> what is happening here? It's like, it's, it was it's ridiculous movie. The Ashanti, she looked great. She did look great. She's she's I just incredible. Right? That's yeah. mild. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah, she's incredible. But that storyline, it was the same thing every time. Like, go play ball. You don't care about me. That was the same. Every time we saw those two together, baby daddy. <laughs> By the way, your Ashanti is dead on. That was brilliant. Like, go play ball. Do your thing. Forget about us. Like, her acting's not the best. She tried, though. She's yeah, a pretty she did. face. You know, she was hot back then. I get it. And. You it know, was it's, b- better than Anthony Hardaway and Blue Chips. Right. And yeah. you know what? You know why it's a little off? It's an MTV movie. Yeah, it is. You know what else is an MTV movie? Varsity Blues. Ah, there you go. So, yeah. you know, you had your parts <laughs> were just a little questionable. Yeah. And again, my one of my favorite parts in the movie, Chad, Ty Crane. The, yeah, yeah. the basketball sensation the that's getting compared other... to LeBron James. Let me give you a story about Ty Crane. So, 2012. I'm 21. Me and my boys, we go to Vegas. You know who's on the strip selling DVDs? Ty Crane. No way. Tough. Are you serious? It was tough. He saw us. We were former basketball players. So he said, oh, these guys want to buy my CD and stuff. He said, hey, man, come buy my come buy my highlight tape. Kind of like N1 mixtape type stuff. Like, come buy oh, my highlight. Oh, he was selling it he as his, selling, his highlights. Yes. And I was like, He Yo. wasn't trying to hide or He was like, yo, man, you know wow. who I am? And I was like, kind of. You look familiar. And he told us his real name. And I was like, oh, Ty Crane. Ty Crane, LeBron James. I'm the only Ty Crane. And I go, Damn. Yeah. This then, is tough. Then it hit you. Then it hit me. I was like, damn, dog. That's like, rough. I know you can't just be in every basketball movie that comes out, but, <laughs> you know, I, I would think you're an overseas player or something. Wow. That is crazy. All right. So if you were going to grade Coach Carter, what would you do? Uh, seven. 
Yeah. I went 7-5 to be nice. Okay. I went 7-5. That's five. sweet of you. It's, yeah. yeah, I did. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> what did I – I gave blue chips a 7-flat. <laughs> so I went, I went a little nicer on this one. Above the rim, I went 7-1. Yeah. Okay. I gave it a point one just for Nato! <laughs> that one scene. <laughs> also, Chad, Jordan Battle. Homeboy couldn't even read, but we got him in the college? Yeah. You know, I get it. I mean, you know, I get it. Yeah, they, they you could bend the law a little bit. There's some JUCOs that, you know, you, you could, some kids can make it through, but homeboy couldn't even read at all. Yeah, they turned things around. They turned things around really, quick. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. And if maybe he didn't put the locks on the door, they would have won state and not had such a bad, you know, seating. Playing the number one seeded team right in the first round. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was one of those things as, you're, as I'm watching it, I'm like, okay. I'm with him to a point. I don't know if I'm with him to this point. Like, coach, let me study because his logic on why they needed a 2.3 made no sense. He's like, if you get a 2.3, you only need a 950 on the SAT. If you get a 2.0, you you have to get a 1550 or something or or 1050 and stuff. I was like, okay, and can I? I, maybe I'm a better test taker than I am coming to school every day. You know what I'm saying? Now you are watching the movie more of an adult. (laughs) Excuse me. Hold on. You're like one of the parents at the PTA meeting. Yeah. Hold on, Coach Carter. One second. What if I'm good at cramming? You know what I'm saying? Come on, Coach. That's funny. 05 is Coach Carter and the Beatles threw Revolver at us in August of 1966. There's your album, Movie Swap. I've already decided next week, Zay's got to watch Tombstone. Good. Yes. Good summer blockbuster. I've never heard you talk about a Western. Let's let you roll through that and see Doc Holliday played by Val Kilmer. Oh, I'll be your Huckleberry. That's next <laughs> week for Zay. He'll he'll pick an album for me to check out as well. All right, coming up, we'll get you why today matters. It's June fifteenth. Mike Leach gets a maybe an unexpected uh, award. Um, at, not a, a, even a year after his death. We'll talk about that, plus a massive couple of birthdays we need to hit. One in the NFL, one in the world of rap and entertainment. That's next on The Horn. Chad and Zay. Oh my God! I don't know how you wouldn't know who this one is. This may be the easiest one you've ever played. Uh, would this be new or old Snoop Dogg? Old. This is old school. Way back. I mean, not way. Well, twenty years. All right, if I count years, maybe. If I counted up every instance of when D O double G is spelled out in one of his songs, how many times does it happen? Wow, probably eighty-five percent of his songs. <laughs> Either he spells it or he says or it. Or says it. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. All right. Uh, by the way, during the break, Zay determined which album I'm going to listen to next week, and it does involve this guy. Uh, it involves the intro of this guy, right? Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Dr. Dre's The Chronic. I probably know all the beats. About 60-70% of those I've probably heard. I've just never listened to the album all the way through. So I'll listen to Dr. Dre's The Chronic and Zay's going to watch Tombstone next week. Can't 
wait for that. All right, uh, a lot of good stuff there. So Snoop Dogg adding to the list. You don't often get Snoop Dogg and Megadeth on the same bill, but you should. Snoop Dogg, Megadeth, Van Halen, Santana, and Jimmy Buffett today. Plus a KRS-One beat to start the hour. We've been going through SEC 2024 schedules today. Longhorn fans excited about some things. Sooner fans maybe less excited about a couple things, but hey, they both know what they asked for, and they're getting big dog games at home. Oklahoma fans getting to bring Alabama to town. Texas fans getting to bring Georgia and Florida in. It's going to be a lot of fun in 2024 and oh yeah house divided back on texas at texas a&m good grief that'll be interesting texas at arkansas too be careful uh, if you are headed to fayetteville all right uh lots of stuff going on today let's get you even more with why today matters we will hit a coach that used to be in the longhorns conference why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get sinus and snoring relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. And sadly, he is no longer with us. Uh, one of the greats and certainly one of the great uh, personalities in the history of coaching is Mike Leach. Unfortunately, as you know, we mentioned, the, the late great Mike Leach died back in December and Coach Leach is going to go into the Hall of Honor at Texas Tech, along with Cliff Kingsbury in this group, which I guess we could understand why they may want to connect those. So, Zay, on behalf of anybody out there that supports Mike Leach but was frustrated at the relationship between him and Texas Tech and maybe the way he was treated, am I allowed to call Tech cowards in this situation? I mean... Y'all going to wait till he dies, and uh, then you're going to grab a hold of him in your Hall of Honor? The lawsuit's still there. He never got his money. And y'all kicked him out because of what Craig James wanted you to believe. And you let all that happen. And you threw that man away. And now that he's dead, you want to throw some black and red back on him? Yeah, I mean, it's a crappy situation, but it's the least they could do. It's, I mean, they knew they messed up and now that he's passed it makes it look even worse so to uh, i mean doesn't do much for me but to lessen the blow a little bit put him in the hall of fame this year but you're right it is it feels (laughs) very bad timing it just feels wrong and if you're right that this is the least they could do i know the next thing they should do pay his family two and a half million dollars because that's what you owe him they ain't gonna do that my goodness that just feels weird to me if you're a Texas Tech person, let me know if I'm off on this. I know there's a lot of Tech people that still support Coach Leach and don't like the way it was handled. This just feels weird to me. You're either in or you're out on this kind of a story to me. If you don't want him around, that's fine. okay. I disagree with it, but I'll I'll try to understand. This feels like you're playing both sides. Yeah, yeah, definitely cowards for it, but also they have to put him in. Yeah. They I, have to. What he did there, even yeah. though they hosed the hell out of him, they have to put him in. And and the one person here, the one person in the class that may appreciate it more than any is Cliff. The idea that he gets to go in with Cliff Kingsbury. Right. Kingsbury, I'm sure, will have a lot of great things to say about Coach Leach. Uh, rest in peace to the great Mike Leach. And uh, that's when that's a guy I miss so much. But now Zay, knowing that Texas and Oklahoma are going to be in that SEC, right. whoo! If he was still in Starkville, that would be so much fun. No, it was crazy this past year just watching them close the the chairs 
for his wide receivers because they can't get open. So he was like, y'all don't deserve to sit down. Like, he went out like Mike Leach would go out. Oh, so good. Yeah, I miss him too. He was an absolute character, great for college football, and he was a genius when it came to the offensive game and how it just changed college football with his air raid. He was an absolute genius and changed the way a lot of these offensive coordinators slash head coaches go about their own philosophy. Yeah, somebody texted, uh, do you see they're going to honor Mike Leach? He would say to them, first you had to pay me my money you owed me when I was fired. The state never appropriated the funds, and he won the lawsuit but was never paid. That is true. Uh, Yeah, so that story I thought was a little bit interesting on this June 15th. Here's a couple more reasons why it matters. Zay, the manager of the defending World Series champions, Dusty Baker, turned 74 years old today. Skip. Oh, I can't wait to eat some pecan pie for my birthday. That's all I want. A lot of people eat birthday cake. Just give me some pecan pie. Let me sit back and watch my dogs in my beautiful home. He does feel like a guy that would not just eat cake. No, he's yeah, not a cake he's, guy. He's going after And he doesn't feel like a guy that would tell you they're going to go back to back to back and, and call his team greedy bastards. He's going to chill out. Yeah, well, baseball, that'd be absurd. Like, yeah, in basketball, true. football, that's pretty crazy. But in baseball, with how nuts that game could go, no. No one should ever call back-to-back in that sport. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and by the way, weird news for the Astros today. Did you see Lance McCullers will be out the rest of the year? He had surgery on that right forearm, so he's out the rest of the year. Now, he hadn't pitched, you know, because he, he got hurt way back, and I think it was late 21 uh, McCullough's been hurt a while, but he is out officially now for the rest of the year. So Dusty Baker trying to go back-to-back with the Astros. He gets a birthday today. We mentioned Cooper Cup earlier. He's 30 years old. Keep your eye on that, fantasy fans. 30 years old for Cooper Cup, one of the stud receivers in the league. Here's a good one, Zay. Old-school Cooper Cup. Oh, damn. This is a great example of if you're good enough, they will find you somehow because he went to a little bitty school. I got one hint for you that might help. They play on a bright red field out there. Crap. This is a wild one. I have no idea. Eastern Washington. Man, I was about to say Western something. Right, you're exactly. It had to be it felt directional yeah. as I as I set it up. Yeah, they play on that bright red field. That's where uh Colin Coward went to that school too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, also Eastern Washington. And the big birthday in the world of music, Zay, belongs to Ice Cube. Cube is 54 years old today. What a legend. Where did he end up on that list of rappers that came out? That uh, I think he was in the 20s. Twen- maybe the teens. Maybe the teens. Ooh. Which he should be top 10, I think. I was going to say, you'd put him up top 10? Yeah. He has iconic records, some of the greatest of all time. He has club records. His lyrics are there. He wrote all Easy es lyrics. I mean, should we say more? Mm. Like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> like, a good, way to, that's a good know, resume NWA, builder there. Like, West Side Connection, all that stuff. Ice Cube. He's done it all, and it's hard to argue him not being in the top 10. Uh, happy birthday to Ice Cube today. Also, Zay, have you seen Bull Durham? I've seen seen beats, bits and pieces, but not all of them. Really? Yeah. Came out today in 1988. Huh. That's one we may need to throw on the list for you. I'm good with that. And that ain't, and that ain't one that I'd tell you is a good, bad movie. That's my second favorite baseball movie ever. And for some people, it's the best. And I get it. But I saw Major League first. So Major League ends up being my favorite, but Bull Durham is right there, man. Who's the love interest in that? Susan Susan Sarandon. Sarandon, She's brilliant. 
he's great as Crash Davis. Tim Tim Robbins as Nuke Lelouch is incredible. And then there's all these little performances around them that you'll go back to Robert Wall and some of these other other ones. We're gonna have to have you do that one. Yeah, at some I point. know that's one of E. Hogan's go to. Oh, when it's I was good movie. when I produced their show, he always brought that one up. That's my Kevin Costner. If you tell me I get one Kevin Costner performance that I've watched the whole movie, it's probably that one. I've seen some good Kevin Costner movies. That's the one I love the most. Okay, you're talking about movies. Crash Don't is, sleep on Kevin Costner, Yellowstone. Crash is awesome. I've never seen Yellowstone. Oh, sleep on. I'm sure he's fantastic. Oh, sleep on. But I've not seen any of that oh, show. Sleep on, Mr. Dutton. Mr. D- what's his name? Is John Dutton. John Dutton. John Dutton. <laughs> uh, wait, they gave him the same name as the Cowboy defensive lineman. Wasn't that his name back in the day with Harvey Martin and Ed Jones? I think that <laughs> oh, no. dude's name was John Dutton. Big old what was it? Cowboys fans, help me out. Seventy eight. Wasn't John Dutton seventy eight? <laughs> no man. <laughs> I like, hope the- I'm remembering that right. Yeah, yeah, he's great, man. That's good. That's I don't good. think he'd be on this next season because something happened and. All the rider strike stuff, but Kevin Costner, he's a legend. Yeah, there you go. All right, uh, that is why June 15th matters to us. Coming up, we'll get you stems and seeds. Check the U.S. Open uh, leaderboard one more time, and then we will be done for a Thursday. Stick with us. It's the Horn. Chad and Zay. All right, get you one more check on the U.S. Open here before we get out of here. Chad and Zay with you on a Thursday. Um, Oh, wow. I didn't know it at first, and now I feel like I do know this. This is le- this is some this is a legendary song, right? Yep. Yeah, uh, and it's been sampled too. Um, oh. Is it a group name or a single group name? name. Um, this is one of the best, most underrated songs of all time. People don't talk about it, but God, it's an incredible song. It is great. What's the name of the song? Rebirth of Slick. Cool like that. The birth of Slick. Wow. Nah, I don't know it. Who you got? Diggable Planet. Yeah, I wasn't going to come up with it. That's a great name, though. Now that you say it, you know, I remember. I remember that name back in the day. What a great little beat that is. Yeah, it's so good. Diggable Planets. Uh, to go with Snoop Dogg, Megadeth, Van Halen, Santana, and Jimmy Buffett. All right, Diggable Planets, man. That's, that yeah, heard, I think they're a one-hit wonder. That's a long, long time ago. When did that song come out? Probably 92, man. 93. Yeah, that's crazy. All right, uh, KRS-One beat we had earlier in the hour as well. Thanks to Zay for all his great work today. Thanks to you for being out there. And thanks to the SEC for telling the Longhorns and the Aggies, would y'all just play, please? Years ago, it was the state of Alabama. The government of the state of Alabama had to say to Alabama and Auburn, hey, I know y'all been petty for 40-some-odd years now, but y'all need to play or we will not give you state money. And then the Iron Bowl cranked back up. This one's not that serious, but thank God after 12 years, they are going to get back together, and they'll do it in College Station in 2024. That's been a huge part of the discussion today, last couple days, as you can imagine. So uh, we've been hitting that. 
and you're getting a lot of good text in on the Specs text line, 337-3776. Zay, you said earlier you want to go to Baton Rouge if you could go anywhere. Is that true? Yep. I've been there. It's a hell of a combo. Okay, wait. Nighttime. Night game. Got to make it night. I had one at 2.30. Had one that kicked it like 6 or 6.30, so I've had the night game. It's fantastic. Fantastic. Just, just know it's going to be really hard to win it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Every time. That atmosphere is unbelievable there. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, let's go stems and seeds and uh, get you a little more. No stress, no seeds, no stems, no stems. Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. I had something wrong earlier with uh, Brooks Kepka and Rory McIlroy. They're going out there just before 4 o'clock today, so they're going to be out there a little bit later. Uh, Zay, I'll be honest with the people right now. I'm having a little trouble with my eyes. My eyes got all thing. I got this thing when I'm an old man now where sometimes they get all dry and stuff, and I can't see straight. So I can't update the people on the golf right now, but I know Xander Shoffley was up there somewhat close. My God. I need some drops. I do. I need some. I don't have any drops with me, so uh, that's not going not going to work out. So what do we need to talk about before we get out of here, Zay? <laughs> My God. Um, Mike Malone and the whole Denver Nuggets team basically cussing at the parade. Dude, he's fantastic. This fool, Mike Malone, said, No, we're not trading Brucey B. We are running that blank back. Wow. Absolutely ridiculous. So. Wait a minute. I thought you meant earlier when you said Brucey B that Bruce Brown's called himself that. That's what Malone said? Mike Malone said that to the crowd. God, I love him. Bruce Brown. I love that man. Oh, and if you didn't hear us earlier playing Mike Brown, or excuse me, Mike Malone, talking about the team, calling themselves, we are greedy bastards. Oh. We are greedy bastards. We want to win again. Man. So, yeah, I mean, coach, you're putting a lot of pressure on us before we even step foot on the 2024 season. Maybe we should relax. You know, for somebody who seems to hate the Lakers so much, he sounds a lot like Pat Riley. Like, yeah. that guy rips Pat Riley all the time, but uh, or not rips, sorry, rips the Lakers all the time, but, man, he really does remind me of uh, of Pat in a way. Unbelievable. He's making his own name, and I feel him. They won. You're riding a high, but, hey, next season, completely different year. Yeah. Even though y'all are picked to win it back-to-back, and I get it, but you still got to bring it for a whole nother 82. Got to get re-racked. All right, continue to look at those SEC 24 schedules. People will be talking about that for another couple days or so. We'll be back for a Friday show tomorrow. Coming up next, it is Ball Don't Lie with Rod and Harge and Patrick and the Longhorn Blitz podcast replay comes up at 7 for you Longhorn football freaks. Have a good Thursday. Stay safe out there. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya.